Hello, podcast fans. This is Falcon Paladin coming to you with yet another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. And with me, as always, is my co-caster and friend from down under. It is Mr. Wade. How are things today, Mr. Wade? Things are pretty good. Nice and sunny outside. Good day for yard work. Nice and sunny sounds great. It's been overcast and gross the last, like, five days in a row here, which is kind of default state for fall, winter. Okay. Where I live, and uh, I'm not looking forward to the rest of winter being like this. So, yes, enjoy that sunshine. Bottle some of it up for me and send it my way, and I will be much appreciative. Appreciative? Appreciative. Uh, sunshine really doesn't last in bottles very well. Well, you have to actually make the color the color of the bottle opaque. If it's a clear bottle, obviously it's going to leak out. Right, of course. Silly. But if it's if you paint it black or like silver or red or something like this, a really solid paint color, then you're going to be okay. Okay, yeah. So let's make that happen. Yeah, I'll just funnel it into the bottle, cork it, and then send it off. Excellent. I will await your package. And... <laughs> The other thing is I heard a nasty rumor about you, Wade. I heard you may have been a little late to work today. A little late, yeah. <laughs> just just, okay. just a touch. I mean, to be fair, you jinxed me. I did. You're not wrong. You and that Jordan guy, right? Yeah, yeah. You. So what Wade is talking about is, well, not yesterday. Oh, my goodness, what is that? <laughs> Somebody's operating Thanks. a chainsaw in Wade's <laughs> living room. That is a whippersnipper. A what? <laughs> Why does everything have a different name there? Whippersnipper. <laughs> whippersnipper. I'm sorry, you, you use a it? weed whacker? Uh, yeah. Weed whacker. I thought that's what it was, based on the sound in the name. Why now? We're two minutes in. <laughs> I told you. I told you it would come back. Uh, okay, let me stand up and look out my window. I don't know. I'm going to bring my headphones with me. Um, okay, is he, like, actually just starting? Like, where is he? So if he's got, like, a big yard. Oh, he's... Oh, god damn it! It's out! It's my yard! He's wh whippersnapper your yard? Yeah, okay, so, the, like, uh, I live with my mate, and they don't want to do housework themselves, so they hired a guy. And okay. now it's... He's starting now, so he's gonna whippersnipper all the edges, and then he's gonna get a lawnmower out, and do all the yard. Um, so this is going to be a noisy podcast, is what you're saying. I mean, I'm going to try and... I'll, I mean, I'll mute it while you're talking, and I will try to make it quiet when I'm talking. But it might always just be there. Alright, sounds fair. I can no, kind no. of hear it, but it doesn't, doesn't seem distracting. That does not sound fair. That's fantastic. Alright, so anyway, what Wade was talking about before we were so rudely interrupted by a guy just doing his job... Uh, <laughs> last <laughs> night, which was Sunday, we re record these on a Monday, United States time, was the Gauntlet Global Open number 23, I want to say? 21, I think. 20, 21, 21 or, or Yeah. Okay, 21. Let's go 21. Gauntlet Global Open 21. And for our donation goal, which we try to set every week, it was for us to get Fitbits that are outfitted with electrical shock devices to wake you up if you don't wake up with your alarm in the morning. So you wear it on your wrist, and it does actually let your alarm clock do its thing, but if you sleep through the whole cycle, I think twice, or whatever setting you choose, then it delivers uh, what they term a mild electric shock to your wrist, and that's supposed to wake you up when your alarm didn't. Mild. So Jordan and I talked about mild. I mean... Quote-unquote. 
quotes, unquote. So, uh, yeah. So Jordan and I share different stories about how we had some trouble waking up. Jordan has a story where one of his friends swears that she slapped him across the face while he was asleep and he didn't wake up. And she has video of this. I'd like to see that video. And then Wade chimed in and said, well, you know, I'd slept through the burning down of my neighbor's house once. So yeah. it seems like we have a bit of a club going of people who are just incredibly heavy sleepers and who probably need this new Fitbit product. Yes. In my defense, I was younger at the time. And I remember I didn't sleep through the entire thing, but I woke up and there were like fire engines and stuff in their front yard. I mean, did they have their sirens on or were they No, no, just no. They were already shiny. off at that point. Okay. From memory. Flashing. From memory. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. like the fire, I believe, was already out by the time I woke up. Right. Right. So I, you know, the, I mean, it wasn't like their house house. It was like a granny flat or whatever behind it. Like a small part of a house got caught fire. But like the entire thing wasn't raised is what I mean. Okay. So when I said your neighbor's house burned down, that was wholly inaccurate. Uh, pretty much. Okay. Well, that's how I do things sometimes here. So thank you for correcting me. Uh, all right. So that is the story. Wade was late to work today because he needs something to shock him awake. Yes. Which is totally understandable and not weird at all. Mm, yep. Nope. So that's what he's going to do. He's going to buy one. So he's not late to work anymore. I can't believe your boss allows you to have just consistent tardiness. It really concerns me. I would not call it consistent tardiness. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've had two weeks off. I need to get my sleep cycle back into check. Okay, that's fair. I forgot about that. That, and it's today's the last day of my five-day week. So I have the next two days off. It makes sense that the last day would be the day I fall apart and try and fix things. I'm sure your boss is entirely understanding of this. Uh, yeah, that kind of worked out. Uh, there was some work that needed doing later in the day after i would have normally left okay but, and he didn't he basically just needs help doing stuff like we're kind of understaffed at the moment so me being there was i was able to do that work okay so you're just kind of nice to have not necessarily super needed at that particular time yeah okay cool well good i'm glad you're not going to be fired i hope not that would put a damper on the podcast some things on the podcast, yeah, that too. The podcast will probably stop at that point. Yes. <laughs> Until I found new work. Yes. All right, so good. So everybody hope that the new shocking Fitbit alarm system works for Wade from this point on. Good. Oh, boy. So speaking of the Gauntlet Global Open, man, it was a good, good open yesterday. Mm. If you missed it, and I'm pretty sure you did because <laughs> uh, the viewer numbers are not super high. Let's just say that. And I didn't actually see many people stop by from, from the channel or from the podcast. Mm. Let's see. Wade was there, which was awesome, and he donated, which was fantastic. I did. Um, You're making that up. That's a lie. And who else? Mini Titan. Mini Titan played, and I think he stopped by a little bit later uh, to say hello. I didn't. I, if he did, I didn't see it. Okay. Because I was. I had. Um. I actually had WoW open on the other monitor. Ah. And because I had WoW open, I had Battle.net open, and Mini Titan was playing some Overwatch while that was going on. Gotcha. So he, yeah. I mean, he could have been watching as well. If I'm playing, he might have been playing and watching. Yeah, that's fair. We had, so, I mean, we had um, the number, the biggest number of big names that I've ever seen on the Global Open. We had Losiro there, we had Special there, and Massa there. So, like, three straight up pro level good players. Special is fantastic. Oh, yeah. As we all know from his recent performances in, uh, you know, things as recent as WCS Global Finals. Mm -hmm. 
So the fact that he was there alone was great, but then we had, you know, Massa, really strong Terran player, and Lozero, just super, super great Zerg player. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. It was really great. Didn't have the viewer count we normally do uh, with big names, and I think that had something to do with the fact that we started a little bit late in order to kind of um, accommodate the Home Story Cup, which was going at the same time. We didn't want to directly, uh, directly compete with them. Yeah, so we started later, and I think some people just kind of saw, oh, they're not online when they usually are. I guess it's not happening. That happened with Wade, actually. Mm, yes, it did. Wade messaged me. He's like, is this not happening today? I was like, yeah, it is. Just give it a couple hours, and everything was fine. Or 20 minutes, one of the two, whenever you asked about it. It was 20 minutes. Yeah. I have the record. It was, yes. But I imagine Home Story Cup was the reason people weren't there mostly. It was like, oh, I could watch Home Story Cup VODs. I might do that because, sure. well, Gauntlet has a great lineup and there's always fun matches. Home Story Cup had, like, it, it's massive. It's really cool. It is. It is. I mean, it's the tournament of the weekend for sure for StarCraft fans. If you were watching StarCraft, you are probably watching that. Also, the fact that they did play the games on the balance patch, the proposed mm-hmm. balance patch. Mm-hmm. For StarCraft, it's not official, so this is just some things that they're looking at implementing. It has been in flux for probably the last month or so now. And so people were like, oh, I want to see the shield battery. I want to see the new stalkers. I want to see a lot of some of the new things going on. And that, you know, new hotness always gets attention over same old, same old a little bit. To the point that I think three or four people came into the cast and said, is this tournament being cast on the balance patch? <laughs> is this the balance? Like the new one? Or is this how it is normally how it is normally yeah and it was normal and as jordan explained it it was just basically because we didn't want people to prepare you know for the open Mm. and then all of a sudden spring it on them as they show up or a day before oh it's going to be a completely different patch with different balances changes and you're not going to be prepared for any of this and have fun you know money's on the line yeah although go away (laughs) go away leave did it work? <laughs> that was amazing. It worked. <laughs> I didn't think that was going to work. Five, four, three, two, one. I think it worked. Okay. Safe. 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 What was the same? Yeah, apparently uh, Zest, who, spoilers, won Home Story Cup, had also, spoilers. Not, had also not practiced on the balance t- test. That is what I heard. Yes. And he wrecked. He did. Second Home Story Cup in a row. Yeah, it's like his event for mm. some reason. Some reason I don't understand. Like, how does how does he just kill at Home Story Cup? And I don't think he have made it to the group stages of WCS Global Finals. He did not. That's so weird. Mm. So, so weird. weird. I mean, I guess people have their things. Sue comes in second in major tournaments and Zest wins Home Story Cup. Ah, uh, he stopped to get out the lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest. <laughs> This the hazards not... of podcasting in the middle of the day. Uh, I mean, okay, time zones are what caused this. All right. Oh, okay. When I'm we listening. when we first started this podcast, what? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I know that wasn't gonna work, but I wanted to try it. No, it wasn't gonna work. When we first started this podcast, we started at one p.m. Australian time, and we'd record from like you know. 105 to 210 or whatever and it's about an hour because of daylight saving changes we're now starting recording at 3 p.m wow that's a big difference yes 
wouldn't have been a problem, but daylight savings. Daylight savings ruins all the stuff. Also, if everybody was just in the same time zone, it would have fixed our problem. We've talked about this. I mean, it would have fixed our scheduling problem. It wouldn't have fixed yeah. the guy who needs to mow our lawn. No, that's true. <laughs> we would have nicely communicated exactly when this thing was going to happen, but we still would have had lawnmower guy. Yeah. Well, I guess, as the British say, carry on, stiff lip, stiff upper lip, all that stuff. <laughs> stiff lip. Stiff lip, stiff, up, stiff upper lip. Quite. Pip Pip Cheerio. Uh, an American trying to be British never goes well. And vice versa, I might add. Mm, yeah. Have you ever met a British guy trying to do an American accent who doesn't go, like, southern drawl with it? Because <laughs> they, they, um, don't, they don't. They all go south. Yeah, they kind of do. Even uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, who is a British person playing an American. Mm-hmm. He kind of draws it, even though Doctor Strange is from New York City. So, good point. I don't know what it is. Why is that, Wade? Um, I think it's because no one knows how a Northern American accent sounds. Yeah, but that's what Hollywood accent is. If you've ever watched an American movie, that's the accent. With a very, very few exceptions of ones that do go Southern with it. Hmm. But it's a lot easier to go South than it is to go North, I think. I think yeah, like, it's I, lazier. I, I couldn't do your accent in a million years. I could not do uh-huh. that. Right. I couldn't do anything from... I was about to like try and split the country by states, which are north and south. I'm not gonna even try. Um, <laughs> not even one. I mean, okay, I'm not gonna do like an Alabama, Texas accent or anything like that. Okay, solid. And, and I'm yep. not gonna try and do a Maine accent. No, no, you don't. What's actually funny is there's an accent called the Mid-Atlantic accent, and way back in the day, back when Hollywood was new, the Mid-Atlantic accent was for whatever reason like the accent to have. So if you came to Hollywood or you were part of the radio business, and no matter where you came from, you were gonna want to have this Mid-Atlantic thing going. So if you watch any movies from, I don't know, like the 40s, the 50s, into the 60s, it's all the same accent, and that's why. They're all learning um, the exact same thing. So. Okay. so it's not so much the case anymore, I would say, but it's... Uh, can you do this accent? The mid-Atlantic accent? Yeah. I don't think I can. It's a totally... It's like a totally... Um, God, what's the word? Affectated? It's, a th- it's not a natural thing. Like, there is no mid-Atlantic accent in the United States, and nor was there at the time. It was like this weird combination of kind of a British... A bit of a British twist to it, and then, like, Connecticut. It was really specific. Yeah. I don't know what people from Connecticut sound like. Exactly. I mean, there's YouTube videos that explain the mid-Atlantic accent. So if you want to hear it, we can pull it up here or put it in the show notes or whatever. But so, you know, another thing, as long as we're talking accents. uh, So I live in Utah and a lot of the call centers, a lot of companies that have call centers put them in Utah because for whatever reason, Utah has the most neutral accent of most places in the country. We also have a pretty high concentration of people who can speak a second language. So that helps too. Okay. So you're the Switzerland of America. Basically, yes. Very neutral. Like, you can't talk, I don't know, I've never been able to talk to a Utahn. At least not most Utahns. There are some Utahns from more, I'd say, uh, remote areas of the state that do have a specific kind of way of saying things. Uh-huh. But as far as the people that live in, you know, Salt Lake City area and around the Wasatch Front, it's pretty straightforward. Mm. Can't easily identify where the person is from, which is what I think these people are going for. Fair enough. So that's, that's accent talk today. Ta-da! How is the Warcraft? What have you been playing? I've been playing a uh, Blood Elf Hunter. Okay. What expansion? I mean, I have all of so I just oh, kind of okay. so made up... like new character and whatever it gave me. You're up through Legion then? Yeah. Okay. So what level is your guy? 
22. Nice. Yeah, I mean, Hunter's oh. not very fun, I think. It feels very boring to play by myself. Hmm, okay. Aim shot. Aim shot. <laughs> Aim shot. Let your pet do whatever it wants. Yeah, pretty much. Although, I'm a little annoyed, like, because wherever I walk, there's always something that, even if they're, like, 10 levels below me, they'll aggro to me. Yep. But I'll just be standing there, and because I'll have looked back to, like, Starcrow on the other monitor, and the thing will be attacking me, not doing much damage because I'm 10 levels above it. But yeah. the, my pet isn't uh, noticing it, and it's just like, yeah, whatever, you're going to deal with that, mate? So it's on passive, is what you're saying. I have it on uh, assist, which just assists in whatever you do, apparently. Yeah, so if you're not actively attacking this thing, it's not going to defend you. There is one that says it'll attack enemies that attack you, but if I attack an enemy, I have to then also wait for that enemy to attack me before it'll attack it. Okay. So this way, if I start shooting at a guy, the, the pet will go and attack. The yeah. other way, I have to wait for it to retaliate. Yes. Rather than joint attack. I just want both. Like I don't know enough about Hunter, and especially in the latest patch, to tell you. Okay. I don't. My question for you is, at any point in this first 20-something levels, did you feel like you were going to die? Uh, I did die once. <gasps> you did? What happened? Uh, basically, I got kind of bored of where I was supposed to be, and yep. I just headed south a little bit into Ghostlands. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, and I was, like, they were, they were, like, three or four levels above me, but then I went to this little island, like, I ran across a beach with a bunch of, like, murkies on it, and then, uh, I hit this island that had some other elves on it, and they were a couple levels too high for me, and I was, like run and then i just like pulled like six of them and died Wee. so i did die once but okay. it's because i was bored and just wanted to explore not because yeah. i couldn't deal with anything in a fight yeah so that's one of my biggest complaints honestly um about current start or starcraft world of warcraft is that it's just you can't die like you unless you really want to unless you try your hardest to go out there and explore and i just i don't know it's kind of the story i don't know i've talked about this but when i was first playing the witcher i quickly out leveled the content because i was doing everything mm. And getting all the XP before moving on to the next place. And they don't generally build the game for that. But then I found an XP... Is it called a leveler? Something like that. Where it basically just... It's scalar. That's right. It scales all of the enemies to your level no matter where you are. And that was great. So that actually helped me kind of get back into the game. Because it was super easy and super boring. And... What is happening? <laughs> oh. What is that? Is he like rattling? Okay, I think he was loading stuff back up into his car. Okay. And now he's re. His car is moving. It's moving. Like, what are you trying to do? I don't understand, mate. I can't also he... see very well. What? Is he leaving? I, I mean, he hasn't done the backyard. I assume he's going to do the backyard. Oh, alright. No, he's just. Okay, he probably wants to do the part he was parked on. Oh, right. He parked on your lawn? Well, he parked on the driveway. And there's grass in the driveway. Oh, okay. So you know how the, uh, I mean, not a driveway is different in America, where you have like two concrete parts for the wheel to go on, and then a grass strip in the middle. And uh, side. I, I have seen that. It's not popular here, though. Oh, okay. Is it normally Ours like are just... full concrete? Yeah, hundred percent okay. concrete. Yeah, we get that here. Just, right. We've got grass. Do you have the actual grassway in your? Parkway, driveway. What do you call it? Do you call it a driveway? Driveway, yeah. Okay, because I think in England they call it something else. Mm, Have you know. ever heard that before? Um, I've heard it being called like just a drive. Mm, okay. Because there was that thing that happened like a couple days ago where a guy left a note on an ambulance window being like, I know you're saving lives or whatever, but don't park across my drive. 
Okay, that sounds pretty British. I don't know if it was British or American. I didn't really pay that much attention to it, but I thought calling it just the drive was a little weird. That is weird. That's I have never heard that here. So oh, okay, so it must be British. Must be British. No question There's about only it. Three places in the world that speak English, and that's America. Yes. Britain. And Australia. Although I do have personal experience with South Africa, which is also mm. very English speaking. That is true. Yes. But other than that, we're not going to accept any other countries as official English speaking countries. Nope, because we are intolerant. Okay. So while we're on countries for a second, uh, yeah. Squarespace, the place where this podcast is hosted, uh, put out a mobile app so you can check like the analytics and stuff for your website. Ooh, okay. And I can view an activity activity log, and on yes. the PC version, it'll tell me um, like who's visited, what their um, IP address is, and mm. where, like what country that's from. So I don't have the notes on me, but off the top of my head, we have United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, Brazil. Did I say the UK? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, UK. UK. There was a couple of odd ones as well, like Ukraine. Oh, yeah. that sounds cool. Mm. There were some odd ones, but the phone version will also tell me, like, very specifically, like, what city that person's in. Wow. And their IP. And I mean, just IP. the IP is crazy information. Yes. So if you're visiting our website, I have your IP address. Sorry. Dang. I'm not I mean, going to use it, obviously, and it only stores seven days, and I'm not, like, screenshotting this stuff or anything like that. Okay, uh, good. Yeah. But if you are from Constitution Hill, New South Wales, hello. If you are from Boardman, Oregon, in the, in the United States, hello. <laughs> if you are from Sunnyvale, California, hello. If you awesome. are from San Pedro, California, hello. If you are from Salt Lake City, hello. And if you are from Lower Sackville, Nova Scotia, Canada, hello. <laughs> Lower Sackville? Yes. That's a great name for a place. I like it. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, wow, I mean, YouTube gives you country. YouTube does not give you city or IP address of anybody who visits your channel. Yeah, well, I think website, like having your own website's a little different to a YouTube channel. I guess. I think they just have two different levels of control over it. Yeah, fair enough. That's cool. That's really neat. I mean, I can see, like, Germany is my third highest country of origin for the channel. Oh, okay. But I can't tell you what city that is by any means. So hello to all you people. Don't, don't be afraid that we called you out by city, because that's not the intent. No. No. If I called you out by, like, your house address? Yeah, that, that would be cause for concern. <laughs> <laughs> that would oh, be a little man. strange. It would be. So let me tell you what we did yesterday as a family, Wade. You ready Ooh. for this? You did stuff as a family? Yeah, so yesterday, my casting with Gauntlet started a little bit later, and so we had some time in the afternoon, mm -hmm. some free time that I usually don't have on Sundays, and my wife said, hey, do you want to go to this Harry Potter Village thing at the local mall that just got started? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. That sounds like fun. I like Harry Potter. Kids like Harry Potter. We've read them the first couple books, and I think they've seen the first movie. Mm -hmm. And so we said, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. So we go, and we there's no obvious sign as to where this is inside the mall it's a fairly large mall and so we finally asked somebody at a random kiosk hey where's this thing and she goes the line starts over there and i was like wait what <laughs> <laughs> i did not sign up for a line <laughs> yeah yep that was the first sign there was trouble so we get into this line and it says uh i look around and there's this sign a little bit behind us that says 45 minutes from this point <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've seen signs and I like was that. Like, what? How? What? 
but then but then the line was moving okay and we were ahead of the sign that said 45 minutes <laughs> right that means it's less than 45 minutes from where you're standing right and we were thinking it was kind of an under promise over deliver type situation where they said it was crazy long but then it wasn't and then you were happy because it wasn't super long right no it was super long <laughs> it was probably 45 minutes from that point it was an accurate oh. representation of our wait time so we're like all right um shoot let's let you know let's go in let's see what is here to offer because we did literally no research into what this was before we got in line which was a mistake so <laughs> we get up there and, and they're like all right we'll let you in so they let us in and it is literally a tiny little enclosed space i mean not like broom closet sized but it was probably God, what i want to say maybe 50 feet by 40 feet okay it wasn't big, and the things you could do in here was mainly purchase Harry Potter merchandise for inflated prices like $45 for a wand replica, $100 for a Gryffindor robe, oh. and then they had some other like figurines from Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. And this little kind of pop a shot basketball thing, but with Quidditch balls and Quidditch hoops. Do you know what I'm talking about at arcades? Uh, say again? They've got, they're called Papa Shot. You've got little basketballs and a little basketball hoop. And then the timer starts and you have one minute or two minutes to shoot as many shots as you can with the tiny basketballs into the tiny hoops. And then you get tickets based on how many right. you did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We have that. They're just not called yeah. Papa Shot. No, because nothing's called the same between our <laughs> countries. I've given up on that. <laughs> I mean, I, I bet I can find at least one thing, maybe. Pi is the same. No. Pi means the same thing. No, no, it doesn't. Because here, here you say pie, you get meat pie. I say pie there, I get raspberry. Wait, wait, not... What do you call fruit pies there? We don't have fruit pies. You don't have fruit pies? I was under the I was under the impression you had fruit pies and meat pies. It was a wonderful place. We can probably get them, but it, it'd probably like be more like a raspberry tart. You wouldn't, If you asked for a pie... Oh, you wouldn't call it a pie. No. I didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying still learning so new hard. things about pies. I don't know. We had a whole podcast about pies once. <laughs> <laughs> I went and bought pies today, actually. Oh, what kind of pies did you get? Chunky beef and pepper. Chunky beef and pepper. Sounds like a classic. Is that a classic? Yeah, it's relatively classic. It's like one that you would have for lunch as a child, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That sounds like a classic beef pie. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, you, the classic is just a beef pie. Like, you just say, can I have a pie? You'll get a beef pie. Oh, that's the default. Yeah, chunky beef and pepper is slightly different in the fact that the beef is chunks, not, like, mints. Huh. All right. So, that, wow. Good to know. I am, how? I mean, you're right. How do we not know these things? <laughs> <sighs> All right. So not pie. Um, what is something that is called the same? Um, you said, did, did you have something before I interrupted you, or were you Toyota just thinking? Toyota Prius. We both had Toyota. <laughs> yes, product names. Like, okay, actually, no, because McDonald's is Macca's there. <laughs> Macca's so even is that's the, not the Ma same. Macca's is, like, the colloquial name. It's, like, the company is still called McDonald's. But on their website, they call themselves Maccas all over the place. They've totally embraced this. Yes, but the company cool. is still McDonald's. It is. Legally, it's McDonald's. And I'm sure on the sign, you have the golden arches and it says McDonald's. Yes. But I'm just saying, they're leaning into this Maccas thing. I wouldn't be surprised if one day they just legally change the name of the company in Australia to Maccas and be done with it. I would not be surprised if they did have like the copyright for Maccas and stuff like that. That'd be awesome. If we one day, we're waiting for it. It'll come soon. Yep. 
I believe. Uh, okay, so do we have anything that's the same other than a product name? D- does like fruit count? Like if I say apple, I'll get an apple, right? In America, yeah, I would get yep. like a peach or something. Um, I mean, how would we know, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, that's a good point. We do have pecan pie. Do you guys have yes. pecan pie? Yeah. We do. It's delicious. Mm. How about mince pie? Do you have mince pie there? I mean, that sounds like a... It's just mince? Like, what is it? Describe it. <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh... <laughs> okay. So it's um it's a sweet pie of British origin filled with a mixture of dried fruits and spices called mincemeat. Is that a specific... Like, does that mean something to you? <laughs> <laughs> mince meat is when you take any kind of meat and mince it. Mince just means, oh. like, shred, basically. Hmm. Okay. Right? Like, there is minced beef in beef pies. Right. But, I mean, you look at recipes for mince meat, and it calls for one jar of mince meat. Like, it's a very specific <laughs> thing. Then that's probably beef that's just been minced. Yeah. Gross. That's why it's disgusting. I'm not a big fan of it. That's why we put it in pies and slaver it with gravy, because you don't eat it by itself. <gasps> you put gravy on it? In it, yeah. Does it have the dried fruit and spices in there, or no? I believe we have, like, Christmas mince pies, and they're, like, little small pies that have, like, mince and, like, some dried fruit and stuff. Yeah, that's it. I'm like, I'm not a huge fan of those, but we have them. I think they're disgusting. My dad's way into it, and so we'll have one at Christmas dinner, and he's the only one who eats any of it. Do you guys, do you guys have, um shepherd's pie yes what do you have in it <laughs> uh mashed potatoes ground up beef green beans corn sometimes that's the basic concept okay it's very dry i've heard often it has gravy which sounds nice mm. but i've never had it with gravy before okay well it sounds very similar to a shepherd's pie here yeah basic concept how about what if i say scooter what does scooter mean to you a uh, scooter can either mean like uh, it's like a mode of transportation for kids like when they're like yep. on but it can also mean like a vest. Okay, yeah. Yep, that's the same then. Yeah. Yeah, I most clearly associate it with... Like a skateboard with a steering stick? You got it. Yeah. Kids are kicking along. Yeah, I had one of those when themselves. I was a kid. Yeah, yeah cool. exactly. I never did. I was a bike kid. Scooters made no sense to me. I mean, I had both, I think. Oh, actually, no, I think oh. I used the neighbor... I think I used the neighbor's scooter. I was like, look at Wade with his privilege. A bike <laughs> and a scooter as a kid. Okay, to be fair, I don't think I could ride a bike till I was 13. So a sc- I really? needed to be able to stand, yeah. Hmm. I remember getting a bike with, like, training wheels when I was definitely younger than nine. When I got this bike for Christmas with training wheels, and I just don't think the training wheels ever came off that bike. Huh, I can ride a bike now. Good. Except it's got I'm an glad to hear on. it. Yeah, <laughs> same thing, though. Balance is involved. I mean, motorbikes will basically balance themselves once you get them started. Once they get them started, sure. It's just the stopping and taking off what you have to balance. Yeah, it's kind of funny bike riding. Like, I remember learning when I was probably six or seven how to ride on two wheels. One of my younger brothers, the neighbor kid, the older neighbor kid I was friends with, was just like, we're going to teach your brother how to ride a bike. I'm like, he's three. He can't ride a two-wheeler. And he's like, ah, I think he can do it. And he totally taught him how to do it. Oh, nice. At three years old. I don't think he has any memories of not being able to ride a two-wheel bike, which is just crazy to me. So, I don't know. Some kids just pick it up super easy, I guess. Well, it was making me feel neglectful as a father because I realized that my second son can't ride a two-wheel bike and he's six and a half now. Seven and a half now. Dang it. He's seven and a half now. Does he have a bike? He does. Does it have training wheels? It does. You need time to tear to... those off. Time for them to come right off. You're right, Wade. I mean, like, you've been riding your bike to school now. You're doing it. Oh, that'd be, that'd be a long way. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> I wish they could ride their bikes to school, but we send them to a charter school. Mm, I remember. Yeah, we've talked about this. And it's, I mean, it's not far, but it's like a 
seven to eight minute drive in a car. So not really bikeable, as it turns well, out. Seven to eight minutes in a car at what speed? Um, 40, 45 miles an hour. I mean, they could bike that. Just get sure, up but not when you're seven. Yeah. If there was a bus, I'd send him on the bus on by himself. That's not a oh, problem. Oh, there's no bus? Okay, I didn't know that. No, they don't have a bus system. Right, charter school. Charter school. Yeah. Yep. So they get driven to school by their dad every morning. It's a wonderful experience for everyone. I remember getting driven. Nice. It, it is nice because it was a change from the train and bus, which was overcrowded and annoying at people being like, new school students shouldn't get seats. You should have to stand. <laughs> Who said that? Paying customers. <laughs> Paying customers. How dare they think they're Students special? Students kind of got to ride free, except you could only ride between certain designated stops at times and stuff like that. And you had to like have a card, and if you didn't have the card, you had to pay, buy a ticket. But people still got angry at you if you were a student sitting down being like gotta give you a receipt for a paying customer and i'd like pull out my ticket because i'd lost my train pass and be like i'm a paying customer and they'll just get grumpy at me and have to stand there looking at me while i sat down mm. getting a lift to school is always nice because it just lives relaxed totally and plus you have control over the radio if your dad's nice enough um yeah my dad's nice enough i don't i just don't listen to the radio <laughs> oh right so never mind then no radio control because Wade just listened to his podcast the whole time. I probably might have borrowed my brother's iPod for the day and used that. Mm, that sounds... Yeah, there you go. Music, not podcast, though. Yeah. On that iPod. I actually got into podcasts pretty early. The first one I remember listening to was... The first one. The first one. The first podcast I ever listened to was back in, I want to say, 2008, 2009. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. The, the, that, I'm still listening to that same podcast. It's coming up on... Jeez, it's coming up on 10 years now. Mm -hmm. If it hasn't gotten there already. It's the Bill Simmons podcast. Never heard of it. He's kind of a sports and entertainment personality. He used to work for ESPN, got fired by them, kind of doing his own thing now. Uh, but he just talks NFL and NBA and movies and TV shows. And he's just uh, he's a funny guy. I like hmm. him a lot. I think I've listened to every one of his podcasts in that amount of time. That's kind of how much of a podcast guy I am. I am listening to a podcast that has been around for just as long. Mm -hmm. I listen to the Rooster Teeth podcast. Which oh, yeah. Rooster Teeth. is doing like a podcast every five days now. It's not even once a week. It's every five Aww. days. And they're up to 465 episodes. Okay. That adds up. Yeah, and if I pull up my app and then go to somewhere in the settings, I can look at my playback statistics. Oh, nice. Uh, total podcast listening time since I got this far, which was about a year ago, is 35 days, 17 hours. Oh, that's 30. That's a whole month of just sitting there listening to podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Dedication. That's what we have to podcasts, which is probably why we're doing one right now. Probably. Im imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. It is indeed, which is, is why I am opening up a StarCraft channel called Eagle Warrior. Nice. Yep. <laughs> Start your own imitation uh, YouTube channel. Cool. Eagle Warrior sounds like a good name. Roll with that. <laughs> I think it, it's probably taken, actually. You think so? Eagle Warrior. To the internet, we will search. Eagle Warrior is a... Oh, it's an infantry unit in Age of Empires 2. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, that'd be good. You already have kind of like a, a visual associated with that name. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> oh, well. All right. To each his own, I suppose. I think you've got that market covered. I mean, there's always room for more, I feel like. You right? You know what's funny is I haven't really been able to find any StarCraft II channels that started after I did it and are still going. Oh, wow, really? I've, I've watched this, right? I'm like, okay, there's a new channel. They look pretty good. They go for a couple months and then they stop and they never come back. Oh, okay. It's kind of sad, actually. I mean, I'd like to find one that started after I did and is continuing to be awesome, but mm. I don't think there is one. It's just not happening? Not happening. So if you're listening, go for it. Like the more <laughs> the merrier, I say. 
Wade. I'm not going to start casting <laughs> Thoughtcraft. <laughs> I know my limitations. All right. And to be fair, I found one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, it keeps going. Seven pages of channels just called Eagle Warrior. Holy smokes, what are they about? Uh, well, some of them are channels that have like one video. The most I've found is, okay, that one says Eagle Warrior dash topic. And I think it's just a playlist, but it says it's a channel, has 26 videos. And then there's Lewis Eagle Warrior, Eagle Warrior Squadron, Polish Eagle Warrior. Wow, okay, so you're right. Fairly popular. Mm -hmm. Crowded space couple of minecraft channels in here of course <laughs> string two words together there's a minecraft channel with that name somewhere oh probably yeah you know when microsoft bought minecraft for what was it like a billion dollars i think it was stupid two. stupid big numbers right i said yeah. there's no way they're ever going to recoup that money little did i know minecraft has staying power man kids oh, yeah. are still all over this that's because it's a great game i mean it's okay it's legos it, no it's not lego it's kind of just Lego. No. Okay, explain. Lego is a physical thing, right? Yes, true. That you can use to build whatever, but you only have so many pieces. This is like Lego, but you have infinite pieces and you can't step on them without your shoes. <laughs> okay, so it's less dangerous to your physical person. That's wonderful. That's a good point. Mm. But I'm just saying it's just it's building worlds and exploring and mm -hmm. I don't know. I need more structure. I think when it comes to my gaming and that's my problem structure in what way because there's no quests and there's nothing specific you have to do is that what you mean that's kind of what i mean yeah okay i like being given quests so you lack all creativity is what i'm hearing that is correct okay i'm not gonna judge but i've played a lot of minecraft in my time and i've done some really cool things and that is very good is what you're saying yes all right I mean, my kids love it, so I'm not going to say it's terrible. It's just not for me. They play on the computer, yeah? I mean, you don't have yeah. Xbox. Do they all get to play together, or do they have to take turns? Uh, they have Minecraft PE on their tablets. Okay. And so I'm pretty sure... Oh, yeah, they can. They can play together on that. Okay. Mainly, they just grief each other, though. So <laughs> it's not a great experience, I don't think, for them. <laughs> yeah. That might be bad. There's always, like, something that pops up every now and again that's really cool in Minecraft. Like, the government in, like, Denmark was like, hey, we're gonna recreate Denmark one-to-one -one in Minecraft. The whole country? The whole country. Did they- wait, what happened? Did they pull it off? Yeah, they did it, and they use it as, like, a virtual touring experience. Holy smokes! Yeah. I gotta search for this, I guess. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Virtual Denmark. It might not be Denmark. Oh no, it is Denmark, I think. It is. Hooray. <laughs> and Minecraft uses plumply blow it up and plant American flag. Oh yes, I did hear about this. <laughs> like I said, the griefing. Yeah, yes, but they did do it. That's the point. That's amazing. I love it. And then there was the time someone made a working like memory card in Minecraft. Ah, uh, that's pretty amazing. I have heard of some pretty amazing engineering feats hmm. in the Minecrafts. Because they give you that redstone stuff. And yeah. you can start pulling off all kinds of interesting things with like the timers and the way they work. Yep. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Super cool. It's super cool if you're a giant nerd. Right. Which n nobody here is, obviously. Clearly. We're Clearly. We're like hanging out on the baseball squad or whatever. The baseball squad. <laughs> is that not right? <laughs> oh, the baseball squad. I like it. Is I don't even know what you're trying to say. Are you trying to say a location or a group of people? Squad is generally a group of people. The people, yeah. 
Yeah, it was just like the baseball diamond, baseball field, if you're going for location. Baseball court. Come on, we all know that. Baseball court, obviously. <laughs> uh... I know it's the field. Come on. I'm not a huge baseball guy, no. But I mean, I know enough that I can watch a game and know what's going on. So Fair enough. That is the level of understanding. I strive for all of the sports that I watch. To know what's going on. To know what's going on. I know, it's a high bar. I mean, good thing I only watch one sport. Good thing. And even then, I would not say I always know what's going on. I usually just wait for someone to tell me. I'm like, oh yeah, I can kind of see that. Are we talking? What are we talking about here? Rugby? Starcraft 2. Starcraft. I should have known the whole time. You think I watch rugby? I don't know. I was trying to think of what sport you'd watch. Cricket, maybe? Cricket's just as boring as baseball. Games last like three days. They do. Yeah, it's terrible. It's super terrible. I think the sport I've watched the most of that I understand the least about is rugby. Rugby? Like proper rugby? I've watched... Proper, well, I don't know. I watched it in South Africa. Is it that different? I, I don't know. I can't imagine it's that different. I mean, they didn't call it like, hey, come watch the South African rugby match. It was just, watch this rugby match. Who played? Fair enough. Uh, it was just high school kids. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So, I mean, the level of play, as far as I can tell, wasn't incredible. But I'm just, I mean, I've watched in my life probably two or three entire straight up rugby games. And there are still things I do not understand about this game. It's very confusing. Like what? Um, Like the scrum. Okay. Who, what's going on in there? How do they decide who gets the ball when it comes out? How do they decide when to start a scrum? Because it seems very organized. It's not like this flowing thing. It's like, okay, now it's time for the scrum. And they all get together and they hook up and they and then they put the ball down and then they start doing it and it's like how who who decided that it needs to go now it's I, yeah these are questions i have i played rugby for like three years okay and i still don't know either okay well there you go <laughs> i'm glad to hear i'm not just stupid it is actually a confusing game i played when i was like eight okay so it's also been a long time and i didn't like it so i didn't pay much attention Gotcha. Yeah, it's like me playing baseball when I was a kid. Mm. They just put me out in right field and was they were like, uh, don't just come in when we tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's cruel. I was pretty happy about that. It was fine. I'd lie down in the grass and stuff my baseball glove with grass and <laughs> It was very exciting stuff for a seven-year-old Falcon Paladin. I can tell you that much. I was not good. At primary school, we would play like softball. Or, well, we would it would t-ball, but yeah, yeah. And I liked batting. What they did was just have all the kids line up in a row and be like, "All right, you're gonna bat." All right, nice. And then you would swing, and the ball would go like a few feet, and then they'd be like, "All right," and then they go. Yeah, just next, and who can swing the ball, who can, you know, go and get it. Yeah, off the tee. It was basically like fetch, but for kids. Yeah, and bats. Fetch with bats and balls. Fetch with bats, good times. I actually distinctly remember this time that I was running towards second base, mm. and I just decided to try and slide, like I saw the guys do on TV. Yeah. And so I went hands first towards the bag, and the second baseman totally stepped on my hand <laughs> with his cleats and left marks. I was like, no, nah. never tried it again. Learned my lesson, that's for sure. Fair enough. Well, yeah, <laughs> I would not want to have my hand stepped on. No. Yeah, my stories um, about sports as a young child are not great. Neither are mine. Um, I, w I was the kid who was like, I didn't bring my sports gear. Oops, I guess <laughs> I'm going to have to sit here and you guys are going to have to play. Too bad. Until the PE teacher who would be like, all right, well, we were going to play football, but since Wade doesn't have his gear, we're going to play capture the flag. I'm like, I actually, I've got it right here. Because <laughs> capture the flag <laughs> was worse. Capture the flag was better. I loved capture the flag because it was, they put a football at either end of the field and then they gave hmm. you like, it's kind of like a Velcro 
belt and you wear the belt and then you have two more velcro straps hanging off the side yeah no we did this mm-hmm. yeah and if you grab the thing off someone's side like both of them they were out they were, they were and you yeah. just have to get the, fo- the other per- other team's football to your side that was super fun because it, there was basically no rules it's as close to calvin ball as we're gonna get yes you do know what calvin ball is right uh, that's the thing where you have, like, a big ball and you have to, like, push it back and forth and there's, like, people climbing over the top or whatever. No. Do you not no. know about Calvin and Hobbes, Wade? Have we not had this talk? I know what Calvin and Hobbes is. Okay. So Calvin and Hobbes, uh, it's Calvin Ball. It's a sport that Calvin plays with Hobbes and the only rule is that there's no consistency to the rules. Well, I mean, okay, sure. So, I mean, it's, I mean, I guess in the sense there are rules in the capture the flag. Capture the flag are... is, like, don't tackle the guy. Don't punch anyone, but get the football to the other end. Yeah, there are minimal rules. In Calvin Ball, it, apparently, <laughs> it's a combination of... It's got, like, soccer balls, flags, masks, small signs with numbers, songs, zone and sectors, the opposite pole, whatever that is, the no Procaine song mallets. zone, yeah, the bonus box, badminton shuttlecocks, vortex box, the boomerang zone, I dig that, uh, the volleyball, the Calvin Ball, Trees as goalposts, buckets, palms, sacks, odd scoring, Q to 12, oogie to boogie. <laughs> this is the Wikipedia page, apparently. Someone's just gathering all the elements we've learned about Calvin Ball from the comics. And it's yeah. amazing. Yep. Yep. Uh, Calvin Ball. The one sport Calvin's down with. I dare you to sing the Calvin Ball theme song. I mean, I, nope, can't do it. Why not? You can, you've got a voice. I do. I don't know the words or the tune because it's just written. That is fair. <laughs> But you can wing it. Nope. Channel your inner hobs. I mean, if I had the words, maybe, but no. <laughs> I'll give you the words. <laughs> Stupid internet. How dare they be able to communicate so efficiently over long distances? Supplier of all knowledge. Just scroll down at that page until you see the Calvin Bull theme song. Mm-hmm. Scrolling down to the theme song. I think it's more of a chant than a song. That's how I'm reading this. It's like this. Other kids' games are all such a bore. They've got to have rules and they've got to keep score. Calvin Ball is better by far. It's never the same. It's always bizarre. You don't need a team or a referee. You know it's great because it's named after me. It's like a rap more than a song, I think. Yeah. That's how I'm understanding it. Mm, makes more sense. Excellent. As a rap, See? yeah. Didn't have to sing. Pretty sure these are Slim Shady's quotes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Watterson's just ripping off Slim Shady like a decade in advance. <laughs> Feel free to harmonize with Hobbs on the Rumatumtums. Hmm. <laughs> uh, the greatest. Did you know Bill Watterson never monetized um, like Calvin and Hobbs? Like he never. Don't you try to stump me with Calvin and Hobbs trivia, Wade? Go for it. Do you know this one? Of course. Yeah, go for it. Tell me that. I've read. I've read everything he's ever written about Calvin and Hobbs. I've read every one of his strips. I own every one of his strips and he very very strongly communicated the concept that he did not want to monetize calvin and hobbs he didn't want kids having little hobbs plushies he didn't want calvin to be on t-shirts i think he saw what happened with peanuts and saw the extreme commercialization of peanuts garfield what was another big one of the 80s um snoopy and said, I don't want this for my comic strip, and fought hard. I mean, his bosses were all about monetizing because it was hugely popular and would have made sackfuls of gold. Mm. But he fought to have complete creative control over his stuff, and he won. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, I respect him immensely for that because he could be a millionaire many times over if yeah. he had chosen to do this. So good old Bill. So you know the trivia point that he just didn't want anything monetized and the story about him sitting in a car and like a traffic jam the story about him sitting in a car 
Yeah, you don't know this one then. Uh-oh. No, why don't you share it with me? Uh, I mean, I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't actually remember the entire thing. But basically, he was in a traffic jam, like sitting in his car or whatever. And he looked down at the car in front of him and they had a Calvin Hobbes bumper sticker. And he just said, mm -hmm. look at what they've done to you, my boy. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. What's? I've never heard that story. This sounds like apocrypha. This isn't real. Uh, I'm going to look it up. Truth in internet. What's more annoying, the um, lawnmower or me typing? Lawnmower. <laughs> no question. No I'm telling you, I don't think he ever said that. That sounds like something somebody would say he said. I mean, I don't have a first-hand primary source, so I'm going to take your word for it. It does sound like something that somebody would have said he said. It just sounds a little pretentious coming from him. Like, <laughs> I think he's a genius, but he's pretty down-to-earth. I will keep searching and see if I can find it. Okay, if we find it, we'll put it in the show notes and I can be held to shame. But I mean, he's the kind of guy that wrote this incredibly popular strip for 10 years, walked away from it and said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to learn how to paint landscapes. And that's what he's been doing. I mean, he totally withdrew from public life. He hasn't been interviewed, I don't think, in the last several years, if ever, mm. since he's left Calvin and Hobbes. I actually purchased a book called Finding Calvin and Hobbes, where this author tries his darndest to get an interview with this guy and can't do it. And that's the end. <laughs> it is this incredible thing where this guy works so hard for so many years and finally is just like, you know what? Fine. I'll write my book without him. I don't need it. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like wrapped up reading. You're fine. I'll just rant. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I respect anybody who can walk away from fame and money to the extent that he did. Mm. I think it's a rare human being who can do that. So good on you, Bill. Watson once wryly commented, I clearly miscalculated how popular it would be to show Calvin urinating on a Ford logo. <laughs> yes, that quote I've heard. <laughs> Dear God, forgive me for my destructive behavior on other people's windshields. <laughs> Is that a direct quote? Uh, yeah. Huh. Uh, no, that's a, a sticker of Calvin. Like there's a okay. sticker of Calvin saying that. Very odd having like Calvin and Hobbes associated with any kind of religious iconography. Uh huh. Totally. Because Calvin just sat around making stuff up all the time. He did. He. I mean, he he prays sometimes, but it's always in the sense of like, please get me out of this mess, God, kind of a thing. Yeah. Like... And his parents are clearly just not religious at all, so it is odd. I mean, but it's no more odd than Calvin urinating on a. Ford logo like that's not him either mm. Calvin was mischievous and Calvin is a kid but he's not public urination you know yeah. what I mean there's that that's a different level of thing it's always bothered me still love the comic every time I go into like the staff break room which isn't very often because there's always people there and I don't want to talk to them and but people mm -hmm. yeah the people occasionally like a newspaper and I'll always like flip through to the comics and Calvin Hobbes is always the first one I read because it's the best. It is. It's the best comic ever made. hundred percent. It is actually the first thing I remember reading ever in my entire life. Oh wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. It, uh, it was, I was four years old. It was 1986 and Calvin and Hobbes had just shown up in the newspaper in the town that I lived in. And I remember mm. lying down on the floor on Sunday mornings and getting the Sunday paper out and finding the comics and reading Calvin and Hobbes. Like that's the first thing i ever remember reading so it is special it is special to me mm, followed up by uh insanity streak that's the second book. insanity streak oh have you not seen those no completely unfamiliar okay that you gotta i'm gonna find for you because 
It's basically like one frame comics, and uh-huh. it's kind of like dad pun joke humor. Okay. Okay, if you just Google image search insanity streak, you'll find a bunch. Okay, pull it up here. I'm going to tell you, Google is not helping me with this. I've got insanity, S-T-R-E, and it is not on the suggested things from Google. There we go, insanity streak. The first one's about sneaky crocodiles, so I'm assuming it is very Australian. <laughs> yeah, this kind of reminds me of Farside. You know Farside, right? Uh, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, Farside is basically this. Single okay. panel, absurdist kind of things. A lot of cavemen. Uh, a lot of cows, actually, with the far side. That's another guy. Another guy, Gary Larson, wrote the far side, and he just walked away. I mean, he basically walked away at the height of his popularity, never came back. Could have probably gone another 10 years and kept cash and checks, but chose to be done. Yeah, I can understand someone who's just like, look, I've done this for forever, and now I'd rather leave it and be like, if it goes to hell after this with whoever takes over, or if it doesn't, like, at least it's not me running it into the ground. Yeah, I mean, in this case, they took their ball and went home. I mean, both Watterson and Gary Larson are just like, nope, no more Far Sides, no more Calvin and Hobbes, and that was it. I mean, there are some legacy comic strips out there. Uh, f- for example, Family Circle? Yeah. Is familiar with that one? Nope. It's just a single panel strip. It's got a circle border, which is why it's called that. And it's been going since the 50s to the point that the original creator died and his son took over. Oh, okay. That is how long this thing has been going on. And it sucks. It is so <laughs> bad. Not a fan. Not a fan. But the early stuff, early stuff's good. It's very much like Peanuts. Mm. The early Peanuts is good. It's dark. It's like childhood sadness and commentary on the social condition and really good. But by the time I got around to reading it in the late 80s and early 90s, it was just drivel. It was super bad. (laughs) (sighs) Comics. Why? Just quit while you're ahead, guys. Quit while you're ahead. Look at those Marvel guys. Do what they're doing. Yeah. Make movies. (laughs) Wait, that's not happening at all. No. Well, we're coming up on time. Should I do an NFL minute and wrap this thing up? Or do you have more comic strip thoughts to share? Um... You can do the NFL minute. Okay. You ready? Yeah, let's do this thing. Three, two, one, go. All right. So this week in the NFL, we did have some people separate themselves out from the pack. I would have to say, taking a look at the scores from last week and what I understand to be the truth of the NFL, I would put the Eagles in the group of teams that can win the Super Bowl. The Patriots only because there are no other really great teams out there so that is uh that's kind of something of how that works there the seahawks did lose some major players last week i don't think they're for real the saints looking okay not great but should be a contender as well vikings possibly could pull it out (laughs) and the panthers putting 45 points on the dolphins today they might be someone to watch out for in the playoffs so Again, that's what's great about the NFL. These players, if I had to put money on anybody, it honestly might have to be the Eagles. They've got a good young quarterback with a good, strong arm, good pieces around him, a great defense, and the quarterback believes, and that's half of the battle. Eagles. Eagles is my pick. Lawnmower man. All right. Well, unless you have anything else today, Mr. Wade, I think it is time to wrap this sucker up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. I want to uh-huh. yell at the guy. <laughs> Stop doing your job. All right, so that's going to be it from us. This has been Mr. Wade and Falcon Paladin as part of yet another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. Go ahead and visit the store. Buy Falcon Paladin swag. Support us on Patreon if you feel like it. And until next time, as always, thank you so much for listening, and you take care of yourself. One.
once we thought that we'd stay young, and these worries never gold. But when I opened up my eyes, I said, "Grow old with me." Will you age here by my side and stay beautiful for life? I'll fade away in the darkness and leave me here. This world is a cold place without.